0: hey you welcome to the even in weight loss podcast with Sherry Capilla I'm so excited that you are here hey you all right so you are in for a treat this is the edition of the podcast where every year I um, share with you a behind the scenes of what it's like to be coached by a Christian life coach for weight loss in this particular, Episode of the podcast is all about me coaching you and the women inside of the Seekers Method during what I like to call a Sunday Seeker Sesh. Every Sunday, inside of the Seekers Method, I do a Sunday Seeker Sesh, and it's every Sunday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. And what that Sunday Seeker Sesh is all about, besides being a tongue twister, <laughs> is um, I help women to set their minds on where they are on their weight loss journey, what we're doing next. Uh, you know, I answer questions. We address FAQs. I help them with understanding. You know, I teach them how to do everything, how to how to set up their meal timing, how to drink more water, how to swap out the foods, all of the things I teach in the the Seekers Method, I also highlight during Seeker Sessions on Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. But this episode of the podcast is where I'm sharing a... The, the latest Sunday Seeker sesh that I did, just did for you. I'm giving it to you free. And it's a bonus because in this particular episode, I'm helping women to overcome their thoughts about Thanksgiving. I know if you're listening to this at, um, at the time of its release, Thanksgiving is coming up here in the States this week. Now, just because this particular episode is for Thanksgiving doesn't mean it will only apply to Thanksgiving. This could work for you for Christmas, for Easter, for a birthday, um, for any other sort of, you know, anniversary, a celebration of any sort. And the bonus here is not only are you seeing what it's like to be coached by me and to see, you know, to listen in to one of the um, Sunday Seeker sesh. Sessions, (laughs) you're also going to have the opportunity to receive the uh, Christian life coaching for weight loss questions that I've given to my clients. So um, I'm hopeful that I'll be able to attach it here in the podcast. Otherwise, the questions will be asked in the podcast. So this might be an episode where if you are inclined to take notes, take notes. Because if you were to just answer the questions as I ask them, you could be on your way to freedom even in weight loss. All right, now on to the show. I hope this speaks to you. This is going to be like an hour-long commitment, but this could help you get out of a house of bondage that you might be stuck in surrounding holiday food. Hey you, real quick. I have an exciting announcement that I cannot wait to share with you, my podcast listeners. So, you might not know this, but I am currently seeking 25 women to do a beta test with me of the Seeker's Method for weight loss. This is the beta test for you, for the woman who is maybe not on Facebook, but who's interested in the DIY version of the Seeker's Method. The time is now. I mean, I can't even believe that I'm sharing this with you because last week, God told me that while I might not have this new release of the Seeker's Method ready yet, that many of his daughters were ready and that I needed to put it out there imperfectly. You know how some of us just kind of get stuck in that perfection trap. So much of this product is ready and available to you and you are welcome to participate in this beta test. If you are interested, you need to act quickly. I'd like you to go to my website, sherrycapila.com and at the very top you'll see a a little bar that says click here for the beta test. You need to go there and click there for the beta test. There's a little video where I tell you a little bit about what we're testing and what I'm looking for and all of those things. Or you can also go to today's show notes and I'll have a link put right in there for you. At the time that I'm recording this, there are currently only 19 seats left because before I take this to social media, I've taken it first to my email list and now to my podcast listeners. So a handful of people have already responded that. Um, responded to that private invitation. But this is your private invitation. I would encourage you, I know this is going to fill up quickly, because this has been the area that I've had the most requests. Sherry, can I get the Seekers Method um, without Facebook? Until now, the answer was no. Um, Here's something else I, I hadn't planned on telling you. You get a free copy, an advanced free electronic copy of my forthcoming book, The Seekers Method. You also get a free copy of my recently published journaling prompts workbook of The Seekers Method. So, oh, and here's the bonus. Oh, I'm just going to tell you, Uh, no more waiting for open enrollment because this is a way that God has you know, just told me to go get this out there for those of you who are ready now. He needs you seeking him instead of a number on the scale and the time is now. So if you're interested, act quickly. Go to my website, sherrycapula.com, click on the beta test thing, go through the details, see if it's a match for you, enroll and you'll be in it. Um, Otherwise, I I will have to, I'm going to cap it at 25 because I want to be able to work with these women, answer their questions and all of that. All right, back to the broadcast. So Let's dive in. Are you ready? Do you have your journal? Do you have something to write with, something to drink, all the things? Um, We're going to dive in because I don't even know how many questions I have at the end, but at 7.30 this morning, all of the questions will pop up here. so You'll have them um, so that if you want to go back, but I need you to know if you're already noticing thoughts about Thanksgiving, if you're already secretly planning to eat, wrong things, because you know you, you know when you start to think things that you're already going to indulge, you're going to lean into things, or you're having, you're telling yourself stories about, you know, why this only happens once a year and how you deserve it, right? All of those stories. Um, Then you need to pay attention to today's broadcast. Um, I feel that this is very divinely orchestrated. Good morning, Annette. This is very divinely orchestrated and will serve all of you, not only for Thanksgiving, but also for Christmas, which hello is coming right up. Um, All right, I've got to. All right, so I just need to check the sound. I didn't get to do all of that. (coughs) Excuse me before I started. So where are we now? We are in phase two. Girl, we're on day 26. We're about to enter phase three. This week we enter phase three. I mean, Thanksgiving is kind of that transition point that when we turn the corner, what you should have by now is your power of the spirit scripture. I'm telling you, this power of the spirit scripture is everything. As we go through the broadcast this morning, I will share mine with you in case you didn't do the work and you don't have one, but I'm telling you, if you can identify, be prayerful and identify your pots, as I like to refer to it, it could be the difference maker When faced with temptation, because like I always say, temptation's never going to go away. God is trying to make you stronger, God has given you power and authority over it. And in your new divine nature, you have everything you need to overcome any temptation. You just need to acknowledge it and realize it and apply it to your life, even in weight loss, with your food choices, with your impulses, your thoughts, your feelings, all of it. All of it. So, power of the spirit, scripture. Now, next week, what you should be focusing on is um, we're g- you have a workshop called <clears throat> Introduction to the Seeker's Toolbox. I think that's the exact title of it. Um, and you're going to learn about burn and brew because now is the time. If you're doing well with seeking God and prioritizing and understanding, you know the routines and things that you need to do on a daily basis. The other part of it is and you're fasting. I don't know if I said that. Um, Then the next part is burn and brew. Burn and brew is the thing I didn't wanna do, okay? And it's the very thing that has blessed me in ways outside of weight loss that I never even anticipated. So now we're gonna dive in and really focus entirely on Thanksgiving prep. Some of you, this is gonna be your first holiday meal in the Seekers Method. Um, And some of you in other countries, like Annette, um, you've already had Thanksgiving. So this will serve you in preparation for Christmas. So again, some of you this will this is gonna be your first holiday, real holiday. I mean, we had, you know, a few little picnic things or whatever in Chris or around uh in summer and we had at the end of summer and we had Halloween or things like that. But this is the real one where it's gonna be food stories. You know, some of you have stories about your your mom's um stuffing. Or your grandma's pecan pie, or whatever it is, this might be the first real big obstacle that I want to prepare you for. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're really going to be diving into having a recipe for success in all of the areas how to overcome temptation with a plan for temptation, how to have a physical plan for what you're eating and all of that. Good morning, Carrie Ann. And then also a spiritual and emotional plan. Um, So we're going to dive right in. I encourage you. Take notes because everything I'm sharing with you is exactly what I didn't have and what I needed because I didn't have a Christian life coach um, pouring into me in the areas where I needed strength because I was weak in my flesh so let me dive in and attempt if I can to make sense of all of the notes that I've made uh, made here today so remember oh I want to give you two scriptures two scriptures this I'm going to have a few scriptures for you this morning. Remember that when we're thinking about temptation, remember you have two enemies, okay? I talked about this in a seeker's, math, a seeker's sesh last week or the week before. You have two enemies here. You have the tempter, according to Matthew 4, 1 through 3, but you also have your own sin nature, which is talked about a lot in James 1, I think, 14. You all, so you have temptation coming at you from two different directions, okay? You have one that's spiritual and you have one that's physical within, and that's going to manifest in your cravings and in your thoughts. So you need to recognize that you have everything you need within you to overcome it, but it's a double attack. It's you with your habits and patterns and thoughts and, you know, fear of missing out and, All of the worldly beliefs of traditions and rituals but it's also the enemy counting on you believing those things over what God says you can do so Thanksgiving prep let's talk a little bit about this from a physical perspective you need to have a menu you need to have a strategy you need to have ideas Um, you need to have completely planned out what you're going to be eating for Thanksgiving And the reason for that is because you're going to get weak in your flesh. You're going to, you're going to think that you're able to be strong. It doesn't matter if you've been in the Seeker's Method, you know, three years or, you know, three months, you're going to need to plan for this. Because if you think I'll just make a good choice, that's how you are allowing your body to be used as a weapon against yourself. I mean, it's just been there, done that, used myself against myself. So Let's let's talk about some strategies. I think I have about six Thanksgiving strategies right now for you to combat and beat temptation. I think there's only six. Um, six of them, yeah. And that is number one, you need to have a plan for your food choices and identify a sloppy indulge, indulgence and look forward to it. If you're somebody, and what I mean by sloppy is, you know, I'm not talking about flour and sugar. I'm talking about an indulgence where if you're eating Whole30 and you're currently not having dairy, maybe it's something where you allow a little bit of dairy, or maybe it's something where, because dairy is not going to disrupt you so profoundly, A lot of you that could be an exception you know you identify a sloppy indulgence for yourself plan for it and look forward to it get excited about it the second one is have a plan for your temptation because the enemy is going to be there you're going to be there okay your old thoughts your old patterns all the old voices is going to be there this is where your power of the spirit scripture is going to come in play this is where it's going to actually be helpful to you and at the end of these six things i'll tell you my thanksgiving plan um you need to have a plan for your thoughts and feelings because that's also going to happen and it very likely will be unexpected so that's where you need to lean on god's grace and his strength and everything because a lot of it is going to be completely unexpected um the fourth thing is have a plan for pressure to conform. This is the food pushers, okay? This is your conflict between spirit and flesh where you want to do what you know you need to do and lead from your spiritual place, but you're struggling because there is pressure to conform. Oh, you know, stop it with dieting. You can, you can cheat on your meal plan one day. You're gonna have all of these external forces. So I'm encouraging you whether it's perceived forces or real forces. I'm encouraging you to anticipate it, think about it, know the people and personalities you're going to be around, know what you're going to do, how you're going to how you're going to process being strong in the face of that. Because for a lot of you, it's a real thing. Okay. Number 5, pray ahead of dinner. Pray ahead of dinner. Go into it with a plan. Go into it with a prayer strategy. If you need to, excuse yourself and go to the restroom. Crucify whatever needs to be crucified. If you're feeling something in the old you, your old sin nature, and cast out what is from the enemy. Because that is going to be there. Good morning, Victoria. The sixth thing is pray during it. Pray during it. God, please take away this desire for that casserole. Please give me the strength when it's past to just not crave it anymore. Please give me the, the ability to just be filled up with the smell in the Because me- you very likely, as soon as you smell something, you can remember how it tastes, right? And also I want you, this is just coming to me, to remember that this Thanksgiving is a time to give thanks, to have fellowship, to be with the people that you love the most it's not about the food the world makes it about the food you have plenty of food so we're gonna we're gonna do some christian life coaching for weight loss questions at the end that will help you to really further step into this especially if you're struggling in that regard so something else god said to me this morning he said lean on and trust in your god voice over your desirable food choice so lean in and trust lean on and trust in your god voice over your desirable food choice that's how you discern what is it that i want versus what i need god isn't going to tempt you okay he isn't going to say you need to have that especially when you know that you know the ramifications of eating those foods god's not going to tempt you in that way so lean on and trust in your god voice over your desirable food choice so let's talk about some amazing good morning kai it didn't even show me that you were here good morning um a holiday my holiday uh thanksgiving meal plan so a compliant a compliant pie is an awesome idea and it just escaped me, the one that I'm thinking of. But what I have right now is I have coconut whipped cream in the freezer or in the refrigerator so that Thanksgiving morning, when I wanna be a part of Thanksgiving dessert, I'm taking that can of whipped cream, putting it in a bowl and sticking it in a freezer. So squirting it in a bowl, putting it in the freezer because I'm at a point now with my food choices or that is an amazing indulgence. And if you've never tried it, I highly recommend it. Um, having ham um, mixed with a big salad with some green beans that don't need to be the way that everybody else is eating the green beans. And then also another thing I recommend if you've not yet leaned into a compliant mashed potato made with mashed cauliflower, creamed cauliflower, it is amazing any of the tenured seekers here can tell you that sometimes you can't even tell it apart so have a physical plan and also have an emotional plan and then i also want to give you some tips in case you're the person who is cooking and that's where you struggle because that's where i used to be for so long and i'm i'm meeting you where you might be if you are the cook so let's talk a little bit about even if you're not a cook and you're there helping people um by the way, I forgot to mention this. In the guide, I think it's guide. I've written it in so many places and yet I can't find it. It's guide number three here in the Seeker's Method. Guide number three, if you go up along the top, if you're using your phone app, there is a Thanksgiving post. That's where all of the recipes are. Or if you go to the search button, you know, the little, mic, the little uh, magnifying glass, and you type in Thanksgiving post. Thanksgiving post, you type that in, it's going to come up with the years past, all of the recipes that we've shared for previous years past on Thanksgiving recipes. Now, I want to give you some tips if you are cooking. Number one, what to do so that you you don't lean into taste testing everything, so that number one, you blew your diet, you blew your meal plan. Number two, um, you're so full that you don't even eat dinner right? All of those things. So the first thing is chew gum or put in a teeth whitening tray. These things work, okay? The next thing would be anticipate your habits. If you're a somebody, if you're somebody who likes to eat while you're cooking, then anticipate your hunger by maybe putting out a crudite platter. It's one way to stop everybody else from munching on the foods that you you are preparing, but it's also a way for you. If you enjoy that, or you know you're gonna be tempted with it, put out a crudité platter. All of the, the right you know vegetables and fruits that you can have while you're cooking. Number three, have a big breakfast. If it's your PMS time, include some potatoes in your breakfast so that you're least likely to be tempted because of extreme hunger. So have a big breakfast. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so what? We're learning to, to fast right now. That does not mean that you actually need to fast on thanksgiving day that doesn't mean that you need to be legalistic and do all of the, these things i love becky's idea there of olives and pickles number four pray over the meal while you're cooking pray for yourself ask somebody else to even pray for you especially if it's your pms window if it's a perfect storm of emotions and all the wrong people coming and all of the things are there pray over the meal and then also pray as you prep Aptat. Nothing is exempt from Aptat. The sixth point I want to make in this area is okay, identify somebody, appoint somebody as your dedicated food taste tester. Because a lot of us need to know, despite having this cooking thing down pat, some of us need to perpetually know that the food is tasting good so we lean into well i have to taste it as i'm cooking it you don't have to identify appoint somebody say you know what to your husband to your whatever you are the dedicated taste tester. I need you to be available to taste test to make sure that there's enough salt, enough seasoning, whatever it is. So those are the things that I wanted to tell you about how to succeed over some of the physical temptations um, with Thanksgiving. And I think that was it. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure I, I grabbed everything there. Oh, I told you I would share with you my power of the spirit scripture. My power of the spirit scripture is Romans 611. And this is what I say whenever I'm faced with temptation because girl, it still happens, right? Like I'm tempted, not as much anymore in food, but in so many areas. God is not finished with me yet. I am not there. So mine is Romans six eleven. I can now speak to the tempter, whether it's the tempter within or the tempter, you know, the enemy. I can easily say, I am dead to sin. I'm dead to sin. It has no more power over me. So I encourage you, borrow mine, borrow Becky's, but Becky's is 413, whatever empowers you. I needed to go deeper. I needed to be able to say, I'm dead to that because I needed to see that temptation for what it was as sin as the way that the enemy was was trying to ensnare me. All right, so those are some of the temptation plans, physical and otherwise, for Thanksgiving. Now we're gonna dive into spiritual and emotional plans for success with regard to Thanksgiving. So the first thing is, I have a question. Do you want to thank, do you want to succeed at Thanksgiving or fail and fall backwards and actually even risk undoing all of your progress thus far? because very likely the answer is no. So I need you to pay attention to the rest of what I'm gonna be sharing with you because this is where I'm gonna help you so that number one, everything we just talked about was how to, how to fight really, you know, the physical temptations but with some tools and techniques or whatever. But now I wanna help you so that you can get out of your own way in the areas where you are stuck the most. Good morning, Terry Ball. I didn't see you join either, beautiful. Um, Yeah, so if you're wanting to succeed, lean into this because everything I'm sharing with you is every single thing that will help you to get out of the house of bondage that you might be in with food and food stories. Okay, so, uh, I lost my spot. Uh, So I want want you to answer this question. This is gonna come up at the end too. How could your obedience to your meal plan at thanksgiving be a witness to what God is doing in you and how your how your faith is strengthening you and what a testimony that is and how could that even glorify God I mean something I never realized is people pay attention to you they notice what you're doing and what you're not doing and it's profound when they see the changes and they can they can relate it back to your faith that is power. That is how God uses us to bring people to the kingdom, and sometimes our physical actions and the things that we do and the things that we don't do is the only way that somebody could be brought in. All right, I'm off track already. We're gonna talk about today's scripture, um, Joshua one seven, but I wanna or one nine. I wanna back it up and start with one seven, which says, "Be strong and courageous and careful to obey." To obey my instructions, then you will be successful. 1-8 goes on to, stay, to say, study and meditate on God's word daily and obey it, and then you will be successful. 1 9 says that this is my command: be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, even on Thanksgiving day. So some of you right now might be fearing food pushers. You might you might have temptation of all of these food things, all of your favorite foods that are going to be in abundance this week. You might have you might be fearing your current desire to like you already have a current desire to indulge. Like you're already noticing it or maybe you have emotions that are going to be leading you to food because of drama and situations in your life or Maybe you have situations going on in your heart right now where you're trusting your wants more than you know your needs are. Like you trust more that feeling of, I want the pie. it's I can only have it once a year. More than you know what you only need with Thanksgiving. Or maybe right now you're in a situation where, where you are valuing flavor or you're valuing traditions. And I want you to just lean into everything I'm about to share with you with regard to what Joshua 1:7 through 1:9 has to say. How do you overcome all of these things that I've just mentioned? You do it by number 1. Joshua 1, 7 says, "Be strong and courageous in your faith in God, not in your feelings, not in your cravings, not in your own will, not in your thoughts or your desires or your traditions or your beliefs of just because we've always done this this way." I need to do it. You need to be strong and courageous in what God can do through you if you will just let him. The second thing is from Joshua 1, 7, 2 is to obey the instructions. Like it just comes down to obedience. God's love language, like I always say, is just obedience. Know what you can eat, buy the ingredients, cook the foods, identify a good treat and actually look forward to it, something that actually excites you, and then get excited and let that be your indulgence. Like all week, be hyper vigilant and diligent in your obedience and then look forward to that one indulgence. Make it some kind of indulgence that maybe you don't ordinarily let yourself have, maybe in order of dairy or whipped cream, something like we've talked about here. The third thing I wanna mention about this scripture, how to overcome this is to seek God daily. Joshua one eight says that we're to seek him and meditate on his word. Pray over your Thanksgiving meal. Meditate on his word during your Thanksgiving prep, even, even your power of the spirit scripture, meditate on its truth more than you meditate on what you want. Right? All right. So the next thing is recognize this is coming straight from Joshua one, nine, recognize and expect fear okay? It's going to be present. It's going to feel unnatural for you to not eat these things. And you're going to feel things that kind of are in the realm of fear. Like, what if I don't do it? What if she's offended? You know, what if they never make this dish again? They're gonna. Like, all of the things that you fear, I want you to pay attention to these fearful things that come up. They come in the thought... They come in the form of old thoughts and excuses or even physical temptations. Expect your two enemies to be invited to Thanksgiving, you and your sin nature and the enemy himself and one of his little minions. Expect it to be hard. Expect you to be feeling like it's a challenge to really deny yourself and for it to be hard because it is hard in the flesh. But do it through God's grace. Ask him to give you the strength and power to do what you are too weak and powerless to do on your own. And then the last thing I want to say about this before we kind of start switching gears overnight. Yeah, before we start switching gears is trust that God is with you even during Thanksgiving dinner, even during prepping of Thanksgiving dinner because his word says so right there in Joshua 1.9. All right, so now... I'm going to give you a bunch of, and I, I say rapid fire, but I'm not going to go that fast. Um, Thanksgiving Christian Life Coaching for weight loss questions. And I want you to just answer these questions. In fact, I'm going to see, Will Facebook, let me comment. Mm, it won't let me comment something. Um, come on, Facebook, let me try. I'm going to reply to Deanne's comment and see if I can put All of these questions, my goodness, isn't it? No, it's not going to let me. Um, I wanted to put all these questions I'm about to ask you right here in the feed. Oh, hold on. I think I see it. I think I see it. Write a comment. Let me see. Nope. Gotta love it. frustrates me sometimes. (laughs) Technology works and then it doesn't work and then it works and then it doesn't work. And I just can't keep up with it. All right, so I'm going to give you, you need something to write with. Um, a bunch of me, Becky. If I message you, won't it break the? You know what I could do. Well, Deanne, I have a question for you. If Deanne, if you're able to hop off and go into the scheduled post, there's a post scheduled for 7:30 a.m. Ah, uh, you still wouldn't be able to do it. I'm gonna have to post it afterwards as a comment. So at 7:30, all of these questions that I'm about to give you will appear here as an image okay at 7 30. it's only three minutes away like could i wait a few minutes really um all of the questions will be there okay so you'll have them and then i'll come back and i'll post them as text as well in case it's easier for you to follow that than an image because i know sometimes are cranky. So I'm going to give these to you and I just want you to answer them as I give them to you with what comes to mind. Okay, do it sloppily, write it, you know, fast because this could just be an an amazing exercise for you. Again, I don't even know how many questions are here because I was just rapid fire feeling them and writing them. So the first question is, it is now. (laughs) Becky, I saw, but I can't, if I do it, I think it might end the broadcast. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to dive in. Number one. What is my Thanksgiving plan? Like, Be honest with yourself. You might already be planning to cheat. Do you have a Thanksgiving plan? What is my Thanksgiving plan? I want you to answer that question truthfully to yourself. The second one is, what do I know I should do to be compliant during Thanksgiving? What do I know I should do? Right? Thank you, Becky. You are amazing. So number two is, what do I know I should do to be compliant during Thanksgiving? You know what this is. Like, I should plan it. I should go buy the food. I should take a meal. You know, some of us are, we're justifying our excuses that we're already thinking and feeling. I should do it, but I don't have time. I'm too busy. You know. I'll make a good choice, whatever it is. So that was number two. Becky is amazing. I can't even believe you got that already up there. What do I know I should do to be compliant during Thanksgiving? Number three, what thoughts am I already noticing about Thanksgiving that are leading me to feel doubt, concern, FOMO, or weakness? I'm going to repeat it again. What thoughts am I already noticing about Thanksgiving that are leading me to feel doubt, concern, FOMO, or weakness? Again, FOMO is fear of missing out. So many of us trust FOMO. So many of us believe the lie of FOMO and think, oh, they only make this this time of the year. You know what? When you get to a great place with your obedience and your ability to overcome temptation, you are going to be able to make a huge thanksgiving for yourself. You can have it as an indulgence at a later time. My thing I want you to know right now is FOMO's a lie. It's a way that the enemy uses you as a weapon against yourself. Thank you, Becky. Number four. In what ways are these thoughts in alignment with God's word? I want you to think about the answers to number three, okay? In what ways are these thoughts from the answers of number three in alignment with God's word? Like, if you're believing lies, good morning, Lindy. If you're believing lies, how are those things in alignment with God's word? I mean, is doubt in alignment for God's with God's word is concern which is worry in alignment with God's word is weakness in alignment with God's word is fear of missing out which starts with the word fear <laughs> in alignment with God's word no well i gave you the answer <laughs> all right number 5 <clears throat> thank you becky what could happen if i trusted god more than my thoughts feelings, or concerns about these Thanksgiving foods. I mean, think about that. What could happen if I trusted God more than my thoughts, feelings, or concerns about these Thanksgiving foods? That's the difference between you trusting and leading in the spirit versus your flesh. Because we in our sin nature are so conditioned to lead in our flesh that we trust it. Becky, you are fast. You are fast, girl. Lightning. So answer that question honestly, because that could be the difference maker in your freedom. Number six, what does being strong and courageous look like for me at Thanksgiving? I mean, I just shared Joshua 1, nine with you, 1, seven through 9. What could or what does being strong and courageous look like for me at Thanksgiving? You know your situation, you know your obstacles, you know where you're weak, you know your temptations, you know who's going to be there, you know the circumstances, you know all the stories, you know all of the things that you're thinking and feeling. So what does being strong and courageous look like for me at Thanksgiving? Oh, Becky, you're so amazing. Next time I'm going to have to totally reach out and ask you to do this again because this is so good. You're so helpful. Number seven. What might happen if I cheated on Thanksgiving? What might happen if I cheated on Thanksgiving? Think about that for a second. I don't even want to elaborate. What might happen if I cheated on Thanksgiving? Cheated at Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving Day is basically what I'm saying. Number eight, how specifically might that outcome, you know, of you cheating How might that outcome cause me to feel physically, emotionally, and even spiritually? Because girl, you are a triune being made in the image of God. You are spirit, soul, and body. How might, how specifically might that outcome of cheating at Thanksgiving cause me to feel physically, emotionally, and even spiritually? Think about that for a second, because that's you getting a vision for what could happen if you go off the narrow path. Number nine. No, wait. Yeah, number nine. (laughs) What can I do at Thanksgiving if I begin to feel enticed to eat a wrong food? What can I do at Thanksgiving if I begin to feel enticed to eat a wrong food? And if you've been following these Seekers sessions for the last many weeks, you know, and even for the women in the thinner circle, the operative word there is enticed. Because that's how you know, that's how you recognize, recognize that temptation has just walked in. Okay, if you feel enticed. So what can I do at Thanksgiving if I begin to feel enticed? And this is different for all of us. Some of us, it is walk to the bathroom and pray. Some of it's, you know, go and cast something out out. Some of it, it is, you know, speak your power of the spirit scripture. Whatever it is, you need to answer that for yourself. Um, Number 10, how do I want to feel after Thanksgiving is over? I mean, think about that. Get a vision for what's going to happen after because everything you do and all of those decisions you make during Thanksgiving is going to impact the after. How do I want to feel after Thanksgiving is over? Number 11, In what ways could a good Thanksgiving experience prepare me for a great Christmas experience? Think about that. In what ways could a good Thanksgiving experience prepare me for a great Christmas experience? Because this holiday season is going to happen. God will use this to strengthen you, but will you let him? so that was number 11 in what ways could a good thanksgiving experience prepare me for a great christmas experience all right number 12 in what ways might my obedience at thanksgiving be a witness to other people and i know i kind of alluded to this a few minutes ago but just answer that in what ways might my obedience at thanksgiving be a witness to other people And this isn't about you being, being, you know, spiritually proud. Oh, look at me. I'm so, I've arrived, I've accomplished. No, just the way that your obedience could be a witness to God or to other people. That's profound. It's also something that I never even realized God would use. Okay in what ways might my obedience at thanksgiving be a witness to other people number 13 wow i had more in here than i thought ladies i'm sorry this might hopefully this gives somebody some freedom number 13 in what ways might a right choice glorify god so in in what in what ways might my right choices glorify god and there's a there's a parenthesis here especially when I am faced with the option of a wrong choice. Think about that for a second. How, I mean, how could that glorify God if you are in a moment where you have the choice between wrong and right, between good and bad, and you chose good when it was hardest in your flesh? I mean, what is harder than choosing the right thing physically, right? Like that is, powerful. Thank you, Becky. That is powerful. How could that glorify God that you were faced with both options and you said no to your flesh? How could that glorify him? That is just, that blows my mind that you could be in that situation. Okay. Number 14, how have I been prepared to succeed on Thanksgiving? Like in what ways have I been prepared to succeed at Thanksgiving? because a lot of us feel like, oh, I'm not really prepared. But think about it. In what ways have you been prepared? You've been prepared physically, emotionally, spiritually, but you've also been given tools. You've you've been given everything you need. You just need to trust that you can lead in your spirit. Okay. Number 15. And Becky, there's only 16. So thank you. (laughs) Number 15 how could god use this extreme obedience experience circumstance sorry how could god use this extreme obedience circumstance circumstance to strengthen me to position me for blessings to build my endurance so that one was loaded i'm going to repeat it how could god use this extreme obedience circumstance to strengthen me to position me for blessings, to build my endurance. Because that's what this is all about. That's what this is all about. So how could God use this extreme obedient circumstance to strengthen me, to position me for blessing, and to build my endurance? I wanna say so many things there, but I just want you to sit with that question, that loaded three-part question. Last question. I'm going to repeat it just because that was kind of bulky, number 15. And she got it all like a rock star. Thank you, Becky. Number 16. What do I need? I'll start over. What do I need to think, feel, and do for Thanksgiving? What do I need to think, feel, and do? I mean, you need to think that all things are possible with God, that he's going to strengthen you. You need to feel... What it feels like and looks like to obey despite extreme circumstances. And what do you need to do for Thanksgiving? Not only take your thoughts captive, not only believe God and starve your doubts, right? But you also need to prepare. Like, God's got you. He's going to do his part. All of his promises apply to you even at Thanksgiving. But you have a role. He wants to use this Thanksgiving experience to make you stronger, to prepare you for Christmas, to help you to be stronger against temptation. He wants to do all of these things, to renew your mind, to do all of these things for you. But you have to do your part. He's going to, he's equipping you. This is part of the equipping process. But in his equipping you, That means you have a role. He is strengthening you and preparing you to be made stronger against temptation. Your job in this is to obey, to see temptation when it walks in, to recognize your when moments, to unleash the power of the Spirit scripture. He's given you power and authority to do all of the things that you need to do as you lead from the Spirit. But you need to do it, it's not going to be easy. It's not gonna happen overnight. You might slip and fall, but you need to do the work to be made stronger, to position yourself for blessings, to acknowledge that the narrow path is there to serve you, to bless you, to prepare you, to equip you, to strengthen you so that you can arrive. Had nobody, I never even knew this. I never knew that I couldn't just lose weight, gain it, lose weight, gain weight. I was learning nothing. Because ultimately when I got to the point where I finally lost the weight, I realized I had to go through all of that hard stuff because it equipped me to stay here. And now I'm at the point where I'm strong enough against temptation that I'm like, I'm excited about my frozen coconut whipped cream. Like I've gotten to that point where I've given up so much and I have gained so profoundly in the spirit. It has changed me. God has changed me from the inside out. And when you let him do that, nothing can stop you. That is when you start learning to yield and walk in the spirit in all areas, even in weight loss, even at Thanksgiving. Ladies, you can do this. How do I know? Because God empowered me to do it because he empowered Becky, because he empowered Deanne, because he has empowered all. All of the ladies that are on here who have gone before you, he's empowering Linda or Lindy, Linda. I don't even know. Lindy. She's already seeing his empowerment as she practices yielding. Deanne's already a walking billboard for his strength in her life. Terry Ball is literally transforming in front of her own eyes, becoming unrecognizable to herself, even internally. Internally. And she knows right now, Terry, I'm sorry, girl. I'm just going there. She already sees the internal transformations and how they are strengthening her externally. I mean, so many of you are doing the hard things. Kai, I mean, Kai's already transforming above and beyond her expectations what she ever even thought was possible. Victoria, all of you, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann shrinking in front of my eyes. I mean, I saw you on this week's thinner circle and you can say it's the haircut, Carrie Ann, but I'm seeing the extern I'm seeing the side effects of your your internal heart change. Annette, I mean the power that is happening in Annette's life and the lessons she's learning, and the wisdom, and the power that God is just giving her. And Jennifer, your testimony that you shared yesterday about how your medical reports are already coming back, that's true because God has to correct you internally. You have to become restored internally and more recognizable to God internally before anything external will happen. Nobody ever tells us this. I love that Carrie Ann. And Becky's so right. It is all totally possible. Becky, thank you for posting all of this. Ladies, again, already in the Facebook group, all of these questions will appear as this image. Um, If you need to, you can go back. Becky was just so amazing to have posted every single question as I asked them. Thank you all for for joining me today. I firmly believe that when you join live or you watch on the replay and you do the work, You're setting yourself up for success because that is how you are positioning yourself to allow God to renew you and transform you. One holiday at a time. All right, ladies, I got to go make this look better so I can go to church and look presentable to the world. Have a good day. I love each and every single one of you. If you need prayer or you need help, you reach out.